When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's poppin' everybody? Hello and welcome to Popcorn Culture. My name is Ben Carlin and I am your host. Here with me today is my brother Jay, who will be in every episode. But just barely, Ben. Just barely. But but just barely indeed. Just barely indeed. <laughs> Goodness gravy. Uh, gravy. I was going to say gravy and gracious, and I came up with gravy. Yeah. No, gravy was correct. Man, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Yeah, so in, in the world of Super Carlin Brothers office life yeah we find ourselves in this constant position of like basically just dealing with one person being out of office for one reason or another or a vacation is just around the corner or Mm -hmm. we have like a trip that we're going on for this that or the other holidays holidays it's always it's always something and i feel like we're we're always doing our our absolute best to like get all of our ducks in a row yeah but like the rare weeks of the year that exist which are just like unscathed you know like there's nothing else there's going nothing. on it's like we have nothing but like but like meadows and fields and like plenty of place to frolic and dance and spin in the circles yeah you know uh as butterflies swarm around us you know this it doesn't happen often and no. we, are, we are inside of one of those windows of time where it should be happening it should be happening and unfortunately um <laughs> Last week, of course, I we, we talked a lot about how my family had COVID, and so I was out of office with that. Yeah. Um, and then this week, uh, your family has the flu. They sure do, Ben. They sure do. Uh, not my whole family, thankfully. Uh, it is just Luke and Beth. But I'll tell you, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. I mean... Thank literal God that it's not me and Nick and Nate as well, because I don't know what we'd be doing. Um it has been a very long uh, six days at this point where Luke has had a fever the entire time. Yeah, I it don't know. Been. That's That has got to be so... Like, I feel so bad for him because there's just I mean, like, there's nothing worse than that like feverish state of just oh. like like your bones physically yes. ache. Yes, it just seems like it just bounces all around like um like just the random parts of his body would just be like I'm just 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 this hurts and it's like I believe you I, yeah, yeah right like and that's the thing too is that it's like you know as parents you, there's always these situations where they like your child could have something going on and sort of like well you know like I don't even know tough that feels like the wrong way to handle that situation but like with with this it's like you just like you know that they're in agony oh, it's just like yeah. I'm sorry like I it's like, can I can I just can I just grant you the fact that I am a hundred percent sure that you are not exaggerating at all? Yeah, like, yeah, it is that bad. It it's just yeah, it just sucks, and it's you know I keep thinking I keep thinking like tomorrow is the day <laughs> you know like everyone's gonna wake up, we're gonna feel better, we're gonna eat better, we're gonna be able to leave the house, um, and that day just keeps. It seems like 
uh, doesn't just 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 not coming. I feel like normally if you got like a fever or something, like maybe maybe you feel bad like all week, but the fever itself like dies down after like two or three days or something. Right. And they're like, I guess um, you know, we've called the doctor and stuff, and they're like, yeah, it's been lasting about a week, and it's like, oh my gosh, please no. That's yeah, it's a long time. <sighs> it's a long time. It's a long time, and like. You think it'll be getting better, like you know we're sort of like rotating like ibuprofen, Tylenol, and you know like like I think like two nights ago or something we were in like a we were in like a real good swing where it was like we had like Luke's fever had managed to drop down to like ninety nine or something. Right. It was like he seemed like he was in a better mood. We were about to go to bed. It was like he was at ninety nine like towards like the end of a cycle. You know, so it was like all right, we're about to go to bed. You're gonna take more medicine. That's gonna keep the fever down even longer. You're gonna like punch this flu in the face with a whole night of sleep. It's gonna be great. And I woke up the next morning. It's like hmm, hundred and three. It's like oh my gosh. <laughs> like this is no no. We everything was there. What happened? Stupid disease. I had the recipe for success and nothing. I know, I know. I felt like I was ready to dunk this thing. Is there anything more relatable, though, than that feeling that you have, like when you're sick and you're laying in bed and you're just like, why did I take my health for granted all those days? (laughs) No. Whenever I'm healthy again, I will not take it for granted. Will not take it for granted. I'm going to do better. I'm I'm going to drink water. I'm going to get the flu shots and oh man, that's my pick of the week, man. Flu shots. Get them. Get them. Do it. Get them because <laughs> you don't want to be dealing with this. Get out there and get your flu shots. Get out there. and Yeah. So um, it's been, uh, I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't know how me and Nick and Nate have dodged it. I <laughs> hope we continue to dodge it because it's terrible. It's terrible. And it's like, yeah. And then because Beth is also sick, like she's not super up to handling all three boys uh, all day, every day herself. You know, she's just like. I don't know, but uh, slowly moving about the house. She's clearly aching and stuff as well. So it's just been very long, very long week. Well, let me ask you, is there, has there been any, like, I know that you're particularly adept at handling like sort of like your own, your own, like, like downtime like yeah. where, where it's just like J time to go mm-hmm. and do stuff. Whereas like me, me on the other hand, like Alice went out to dinner with one of her friends last night. And that meant that like, you know, I got home from work. She left me and Addie did our thing. We ate dinner, did bath time, bedtime, like the whole routine. And there's about 45 minutes that took place between the time that like Alice or b- between me putting Addison to sleep and Alice coming home where I just like sat at my dining room table in the dark and like twiddled my thumbs and was just like, what do I do? You did nothing. Like I was just like, I, like I'm so bad at do. I'm so bad at just like being alone. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Like I have no, I have like no activities that like, I'm just like, like planning, uh, like, oh man, as soon as I have like a window of time, can't wait to go and just like spend it doing this. Yeah. It's like, no, all my time yeah, like, it's always with people. Uh, so I don't know what to do, but I feel like you're always, you've always been good at this yeah. for, for forever. Not only am I good at it, it's basically what I'm craving most of the time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. It's like, like you need it to like, like refuel yeah. the tank. Absolutely. Uh, I definitely need it. And there is, there is like a little bit of that where it's like, typically if I find, if like me and Beth find ourselves in a situation where like all three kids are down for like quiet time, it's like, oh, maybe now we actually get to spend time together. Like we put, you know, people down for bed and it's like, you know, we'll go watch some TV or something. Um, but yeah, certainly like Beth herself has also just been really tired. So it's like, you know, it's quiet time, like for Beth too. So it's like, there has been a bunch of times over the past week where it's like, well, I do just sort of have some alone time. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've been getting some stuff done. I I mean, that's great. I mean, getting stuff done. It's like, it's just like things 
Like, I mean, it can be as easy as just like watching a TV show that you know, I know Beth isn't going to want to watch. Oh, yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. 100%, or um, yeah. there's a there was a new set of Pokemon cards that just came out. Silver Tempest, um, which we're going to start opening on box breakers really soon. But um, you had a couple of boxes of those. It was just like, well, this is a fun thing to open while no one can bother me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, that is that is pretty amazing. I, yeah. I know that the, the big shipment came in. So like this is this is like every kid's from the 90s dream yeah. i feel like mm-hmm. is is sort of like what we get to do with like the box breaker show because like i remember as a kid like the opportunity to go to the store and like you know berate mom with the question can we go look and see if they have any pokemon cards and then they had to have them which they frequently didn't oh my gosh well that was the other thing is that yeah i remember like wanting them badly and you'd go to like walmart and even mom would even be like yeah you can get some and it'd be like okay where are they I don't even know where in the store they are. Right. Yeah. Like it, there wasn't like a like a card section. I feel like you just had to get lucky and like find them on the end of an aisle sometime. Yeah. 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 And a lot of times you get to like that aisle and like they just be like cleaned out completely. Yeah. Like it should have been much more obvious that these were going to be like extreme collectors items someday because like even then it's like you go to like the Hot Wheels aisle and like there are like plenty of Hot Wheels to choose from. You go to the you go to where the cards are supposed to be and they were just not on the shelf. But either way, yeah. N- now like whenever we're starting now a new season of box breakers, it means that I have shipped to my house like all of the all of the cards that we're going to open yeah so that was pretty cool that like we got those in and then you you uh swing by my house and picked up a couple of boxes a couple to, of boxes to, yeah. to crack open that's just right for recreational purposes exactly <laughs> <laughs> well there's a big tournament next weekend here at our local uh store where you can win a box of cards <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna win i have no idea it's a very it's a it's an interesting tournament because um it is the the new set that uh, just came out that we just opened the boxes for is won't be legal at the tournament. Okay, like it normally like it comes out and then like two weeks later is when it becomes like legal for tournament play. But um, so it'll be the past set stuff that's legal in tournament. So the tricky thing about it though is that those cards have all been released online. So if like you want to go like if I wanted to prepare for this upcoming tournament, I have to you know fit my deck with all the old cards and if i want to like go just jump on random matches online it's like well duh everyone's using all the new cards so of course, it's like yeah it's hard to know like are my preparations paying off because i'm not really practicing against things that i'm going to be up against because everyone's just moved on <laughs> right now that is like, yeah. that's a weird handicap yeah, yeah weird handicap for this specific weekend after which everything will just be legal so yeah, that's my that's what I've been that's what I've been dealing with on on that particular front. Not that I've had uh, tons of time to play um, a lot. I, that's the thing. I opened the boxes. I haven't played uh, PTCG a lot because I think I talked about this in after the final pop. But there's also been a new like Marvel card battler that came out just on mobile. Yeah, of which there are no physical cards at all. It's just all all mobile. But it is so fun. It's called Marvel Snap. Not sponsored. Just would recommend if you like card games. It's so fun. You have, you have been playing it. Yeah, like I, yeah. I've noticed a, a fair bit. If they had real cards, would you get them? Well, here's the thing. Here's what's so what I always really love about the creativity of this game is that you could not play it in real life. Like, how is that? It's because it takes advantage of the fact that it's all digital, oh. right? So there'll be cards that are like, um, I see. It'll be like when you play this card, the two card the two most left cards in your hand get plus two power yeah you know it's like in real life there'd be no way to keep track of stuff like that right you know or it'll be like when you or like you know um there'll be like locations and it'll be like when this is revealed add a random card to your hand by random they mean any card in the game whether you own it or not you oh know? wow okay. yeah <laughs> okay okay yeah. it's like whoop oh 
Anything goes. Yeah, anything goes. Yeah. So stuff like that um, is that like uh, it's like it really takes advantage of the fact that it's digital only, and uh, that's really fun. Like that they really that they like incorporated stuff like that into it. Yeah. So yeah. I'm enjoying okay. that. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I yep. like it. Okay. So I feel like this is like an interesting note to to springboard off of because I did just give the example of of like my my evening where I had nothing nothing to do by myself, yeah. you know, and, and like, obviously if I could just get into a game like this, like you do, I would always have something to do. Was this last night? This was last night. Did you, Ben, you could have turned on the commander's game. It wasn't on yet. <sighs> it wasn't on yet. It was a great game though. Oh, did you watch it? I, I, I caught like a, a, uh, the second quarter of it. Uh, where it seemed like things were going well for the Commanders, and ultimately they did go well, and they, they won. Did well. They and did go well. They, I couldn't they, believe it. <laughs> they beat the undefeated Eagles. Yes. I feel like we're we're playing a game of podcast conversation right now, which is like, how many people can we just like Venn diagram out of the conversation on the basis of interest? This is <laughs> it's so weird because like sometimes when you talk about football, people just have like no like it will just people will glaze over. They have like no interest at all. But like I sometimes like I think you underestimate how many people like love football at the same time it's true it's true like this like this morning i was like i missed most of the first half uh of that game and i turned it on and like i i like turned it on at the start and i was like yep seven to nothing eagles that seems about right and i like you know we were about to head upstairs and i turned it on and i was like oh my god we're winning um so I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna step and watch the rest of this. We'll just see what happens. Uh, as soon as we're, as soon as we totally like stumble out of the starting block and fall in a ditch and die, like we always do, I'll come upstairs. You right, know? right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is, I was just like, literally, it was like one of those where you were listening to the commentators and like they're just saying all these nice things about your team, and you're like, yeah, just wait, you're just gonna see. And it's like, like, like you clearly uh, haven't you, been watching as yeah, long as I have, I commentator like, man. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what did you get a career calling games? <laughs> yeah, Troy Aikman. <laughs> <laughs> but you've never even watched Washington play football <laughs> slash played against them. The weird thing is, almost every Washington game is called by Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Like they're always on Fox and they're always calling Washington. Washington, Interesting. which is funny because he played for the Cowboys, but whatever, not important. Um, like that just like, I, I always feel like whenever I'm like watching my team lose the, the commentators are just like, man, the other team is just playing great. They are just such a good team. Here's all the things they're doing right. And I'm like, God, they, I don't ever get to experience this. Right. And what, like, what is but, that like? But this was that night. I was like, oh my gosh, they're just saying so many nice things and they're, they're winning and they're beating the undefeated Eagles. And like, they're not even being like the Eagles are really stalling. This is mostly, it's not that Washington's winning. It's that the Eagles are losing. And right. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 That's, that's the best. <laughs> you normally get yeah being a Washington exactly fan. it's just like well the other team is lot like has has run them their own selves into the ground badly enough yeah that they have left the door open for washington to possibly win exactly <laughs> not even a guarantee right not even a guarantee. that's exactly what it was like it was like um, no washington they are just playing better they have possessed the ball like 90 percent of the game and yeah and then they eventually won and i couldn't believe it and it's like if you were if like but anyway my point was that this morning when um, I was like watching the highlights from the first half, which I had missed. I just found like the video on YouTube and the game ended around like 1130 at night. It already had like a million views. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it was like, how much like, whoa, like so many people have already watched this. Yeah. Like it could have only just gotten up 
And like, you know, the results, like tons of people were already watching it. Like, I, and now to be fair, this was like the last undefeated team losing for the first time all season. So maybe people were like, what? And, and to Washington of all teams are like, what happened? Right. right but yeah. at the same time, I gotta see this. Yeah, exactly. But it was just like more, more people care. More people care about football than sometimes I think, which is a ridiculous thing because tons of people like it. But yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I always just think it's interesting because it's like through through the course of any episode of like the pop where we will bring up like a variety of different topics. I am always, I feel like quietly aware in the back of my mind, the fact that it's like at some point you're almost doing like, um, like, have you ever seen those Lego sorting like buckets and it's just like layers of the, I mean, it's just like different, like it's like a sieve effectively. Yeah. But like, you know, they'll have, you can like dump all your like bulk Legos on top and then you start shaking it and then like, it'll slowly like trickle down. So you get to the bottom where like the only ones that can fit through are like the one by ones or whatever. Right. Um, so it'll sort them for you. It'll sort them for you. That's, yeah. That's such a good feeling. It is a really good feeling, which is absolutely amazing. But the thing that I frequently feel like as an episode of the podcast progresses, especially as we just completely bounce from like like one random talk <clears throat> topic to another, is the fact that it's like, okay, yeah, so like that was we just we just lost all the four by four squares. Like, you know, they they, they were just like, Yeah, I'm signing off. I don't know enough about this particular topic, so I'm out. <laughs> it's like I always think like you know, by the time we get to the end of an episode of the pop, it's like, who made it all the way to the bottom? Nah, nah, dude. Dude, everyone's making it all the way at this point at this point here though like at at episode 154 you know like we've shaken the we've shaken the sieve so many times that like the people who are starting at the top are ending at the bottom you know okay you know okay. we okay. filtered out all the good people all the, all the bad people i liked all the bad <laughs> not the bad people <laughs> good choice of words yeah yeah <laughs> all of the terrible people <laughs> gone <laughs> just truly awful <laughs> they're, they're not listening to this show get out get, oh my god no i do like I, I like where you're going with that yeah it's like what we've done is that we we have done the show long enough that we have filtered out basically the best people that the human race has exactly. to offer exactly now the real show begins now the real show begins all right guys everything before this was just the prelude to the actual show buckle up <laughs> episode 155 stuff's about to get real that's right anyway uh um, so you had a night alone or 45 alone. minutes alone 45 minutes alone and i mean goodness gravy if i didn't what to do with myself um well, that's a i didn't know at all but um i have i have had this like really kind of like interesting phenomenon as it pertains to like the fact that we do this podcast and sort of like semi-related to like mental health which you know i've talked about like a bunch over mm. the years mm. and i've i've sort of found myself in a very interesting position and i i don't think this is too much of an overshare but i was i was in fact talking to my therapist about this like air quotes problem which is to say that it's not a problem um but it's what i will call my my brain calm your brain um, calm my brain calm instead of a brainstorm instead of a brainstorm <laughs> i have i have a brain calm yeah and <laughs> the thing that's been very interesting about it is that like I've, I've talked a lot over the past several years about like kind of dealing with depression and anxiety and like a lot of the different stuff around it and like i've been like on medication off medication like you know it's definitely been like a a journey um, where I felt like throughout the entire process, there was a lot of stuff that like had to be done, like a lot of like action that I was having to like take that was causing things to pretty much get like worse before they could get better okay. for what I would consider a fairly long stretch of time. And the difficult thing when you're like inside of that storm is that it feels like it's just been going on effectively like forever. Yeah. 
you know, but like what you're actively, like what you're doing is you're like making a bigger mess so that you can clean so that like everything can be like cleaned up. Okay. And like when you're on the other end of that, you're like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, thank goodness I did all of those things because like I have benefited from them and it's like, I, they, they were the right things to do. But when you're in the middle of it, I mean, it's just pure, the absolute like noise and chaos and stress and like anxiety and, and all the rest. Yeah. Um, and so I, I say all of that to say that like I feel like I've done a lot of stuff and I've been really proud of myself for like the the journey I've been on and like the commitment that I've had to it and everything. But the the really unusual thing that I didn't anticipate is that coming out the other end of it, um, and I don't even know if I'm completely out of it, but like um, I have found myself to just be like a lot calmer, and as a result, I also feel like I just fundamentally have less to say. Okay. Um, which is like you have less to talk about. It's like, I have less to talk about. I even, I even have like less of a compulsion to like speak up during like group conversation. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm much more okay. Just like sitting back and like listening, yeah. you know, or just like letting the conversation like happen around me. Or if there's like a, like a scuffle or like a, like, Ooh, you know, like let's, let's pick this topic apart or whatever. It's like, I'm much more willing to like stay out of it just completely yeah. like like i like i don't need to like <clears throat> toss my like two cents into the equation and on the whole i think that that's made me feel like a whole heck of a lot better and stuff but there's also the aspect of like coming into record this show and my knowledge of the fact that it's like i need to have something to say and this is like an it's like a new problem to be like huh is there nothing new that like i need to specifically talk about uh, or discuss or like want to like, you know, bring to the surface. But then in addition to that, it was like how much of what I was saying was being spurred on by like the anxiety mm-hmm. or, or the depression or whatever. And like, it almost made me wonder how frequently I was having like much bigger problems that my brain was then trying to like, um, you know, d- d- turn into these like otherwise pie in the sky discussion type things. So it would come out as like, everyday conversation like i was taking something like really complicated than this year right letting it process through my brain and then like delivering it out on this side as sort of like hey let me let me pose a question for you about this thing right and it's like it it's it's like a very uh, on the whole just a very good problem to have yeah but but i've got i've got myself like some some brain calm you got your brain calm um but the other thing that's happened so for one is that like yes i did have like this 45 minute stretch last night where i basically had nothing to do but i was also like fine which i was very like pleased with yeah like typically i would say that like me having nothing to do usually just means like a window of time for like my anxiety to just be like Like time for some (laughs) thought spirals right yeah (laughs) it's like why don't we turn the volume up to 11 on those and see how things go (laughs) um so i i think i think that's good but i've also found myself thinking like that i've been enjoying a lot of the stuff that like i had stopped enjoying for a long period of time oh yeah like what like football like football yeah i would say football has been like a really big one where like for the longest time like going back to um you know like my my like middle school high school days like i was so into it like like if i was watching like virginia tech play or washington or or you know like we grew up and our dad was like a patriots fan so like the patriots um you know i would be like yelling at the tv oh yeah you know like like i mean i would like i would like watch a tv or watch watch a game from 
like the couch at home and at the end of it like not have a voice left right you know and yeah. it's like who like who were you yelling at right yeah. no one can hear me but like you know i like i i've like envied it about myself so much because like i i look back on it and like recognize just the sheer irrational nature in which i consumed this thing mm-hmm. but it was like it was so it was that i was enjoying it like so unabashedly yeah you yeah. know like i don't think there's anything um irrational about it at all no well i mean like if i i well i don't even know how to like i know what you mean i know what you mean like you're you are by yourself in a house yelling at a screen yes for the the results of which you know don't really affect you your day-to-day life that much (laughs) there is something you know you're not like betting on the game or anything right maybe you are no 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 no, i haven't no um the outcome i would say is is ultimately um like fairly frivolous like it's it's almost like maybe like the beautiful thing about sports is that it's like a really 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 fantastic way to care a lot about something that maybe if you really zoom out doesn't matter mm-hmm. um i mean <laughs> it's like it's so weird to say that because like like i under like you can i feel like you can step backwards and you know observe sports and be like the outcome of this game makes no difference or whatever it's like maybe not even to your daily life but like at the same time like i don't even know if that's always true you know like um i remember one time you were at this game it was it was for your birthday okay it was your birthday we were at the virginia tech boston college game yeah in blacksburg 18th birthday it was your rain it was your it was your 18th birthday it was Pouring. It was Thursday night football. It was ESPN in Blacksburg. It was Virginia Tech versus Boston College. Boston College is presently ranked two, number two in the country yeah. coming into this game. Their quarterback at the time was Matt Ryan, who would go on to have a pretty good NFL career. Maybe you've heard of him. Yep. Um, anyway, it, I mean, we are all standing out there like freezing, screaming, having a great time. There are Two minutes left in the game. It is 14-0 Virginia Tech on top. Like, oh my gosh, we're going to do it. We're going to upset Boston College on national TV in the rain on Thursday, and we're here. Yep. This is amazing. You know, and guess what? We lost. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we, we sure did. We sure did. <laughs> and it was, yeah. I mean, it sucked. It came down to, I mean, we lost 17-14. to 14. Matt Ryan came down, just threw, two, you know, two touchdowns and a field goal or whatever. Uh, in the last two minutes of the game, no one could believe it. The whole stadium was stunned. Um, and uh, first of all, Boston College would get their comeuppance and lose in the ACC title game to Virginia Tech. So oh, no big deal. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. That was a great little uh, comeback story right there for the Hokies. <laughs> anyway, uh, anyway, though, let me just tell you, Ben, that to say that that game didn't matter would have been if you were on campus the next day would have been would, like was just inaccurate. Like, I mean, the entire school was just like like heads hung there was like a glumness like palpable in the air like our professor <laughs> my uh my professor in our first class it was like a room of like you know 300 400 students literally stopped our lecture halfway through and like had to pep talk the class you know oh my gosh like, you know like because everyone was just like 
We can we can pick ourselves up. From yeah, they're this, guys. like, guys, okay. it was just football, all right. And it was like, but it's like clearly it was more than that, you know. It was like this whole community was like about to rejoice in this great thing, and then everyone had it like snatched away from them. And you like could collectively feel it. No, you know? I know. I and you're you're absolutely <clears throat> correct. Like I'm I'm not saying that there isn't like impact. Yeah. <laughs> like to say that like like it doesn't matter. Like nobody actually cares type of thing it's like it's like if we launch the very first like rocket that could ever go to space and it successfully happens or doesn't happen then like we commiserate or like celebrate on the basis of that outcome and the basis of that outcome then determines like okay now we are or are not going to space right the world will be changed forever by the fact that we can now like accomplish this new feat yeah um on the flip end of things it's sort of like you know when it comes to the end of like the super bowl for example it's kind of like it could be your team versus your team's like biggest rival and it's like depending on who wins like it, I mean, depends on like which part of the world celebrates and which part of the world doesn't celebrate and, right. you know, that type of thing. But like, we're not more te- technologically advanced at the end of the process. Sure. But like, I, but that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I'm saying like, that is what I, what I personally find to be amazing about the function of sports in our world yeah is that it's like they they don't have to mean anything it's like the fact is is that like it's a it's like it is a way to just literally bring people together yeah to care about something right like and that's awesome yeah but i think but it's like it can serve greater purposes too like um like uh the movie like uh, remember the titans or something that's for true. example that's you a know good point. like yeah. now it's a dramatized movie for sure right obviously um but you know the whole movie you know it it takes place around football but like watching it as an adult it is so not like i mean obviously it's not about football it's about like racism and stuff yes um but like as a kid it was all like about you know to me it was like oh there's football yeah look everyone's coming together like as a as an adult it is like it is sort of it is like around football <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the movie i just rewatched it like a couple months ago i was like man this movie first of all age is amazing and is still so good yeah um but uh yeah, Left just side! Like, yeah. Strong side! <laughs> <laughs> oh man so good i was just like i was watching i was like this movie hits so many it's like uh, almost every scene is about racism in a way that like as a kid i did not pick up on like it just you know? yeah like it like, didn't necessarily click yeah that's yeah. interesting that's a good point it's a good point and yeah. it would be very curious to examine like like almost a um like an alternate reality if you will like where sports never never did never existed never happened right and it would almost be fascinating to see like whether or not like like what would be what would take place in its place Mm. you know like what would what would be the thing like that people would like ultimately uh like specifically like rally around or like what would become like the underdog stories and like you know like how is there certain like inevitabilities associated um like like with how we as as like a species interact with one another where we will always find the energy that exists around sports but like say you know like yeah like 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 a ball to play with was never invented and therefore like there was never that thing to mm-hmm. to to create everything else around right i don't know i don't know i don't i think i think sport is inevitable you think sports inevitable? I think, I think yeah, sports is Thanos, man. Sports is inevitable. Sports will always happen. Games will always happen. Like you don't even have to tell kids what games are; they'll just make them up. 
They'll just go. They don't have to have any preconceived notion. They'll just create. They'll just imagine them into existence. Right. On their own. And that, I mean, that, like, and that's all kids everywhere all the time. And they're not being told. And, you know, they grow up and now, you know, then there's, you know, much more sophisticated real you know games with competition and professional athletes and stuff but well, th- this is like what it always <laughs> comes down to for me it's like I've, I've asked this question about like music before and i feel like you can you can apply it to the same thing but it's like did we invent music or discover music oh. and it's like d- did we invent these games or do we like are, are they like <laughs> naturally occurring things that like are just meant to be discovered like, oh yeah like 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 if you if you restarted civilization would they still get to basketball exactly right, yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. like it's like probably i mean that would be so it would be so interesting that is that is well here's the thing here's the thing i bet no matter what you end up with like track and field probably so like maybe you don't end up with like like the exact same ball sport but i bet every civilization comes up with who can run the fastest probably so you know yeah that's a good point who can jump the furthest who can just do these things maybe maybe you don't or like uh maybe you don't have like the the spear throw or any of the things that have like complementary things but i bet there are certain things that are almost inevitable so the other thing that's kind of fascinating about this is because there's like the almost absolute requirement for the civilization to have excelled well enough in order for leisure time to be an aspect of of the society mm-hmm. because you have ha- you have to have like reached a point where it is like okay for people to be going out and exerting lots of energy yeah in ways that aren't about survival exactly yeah yeah so that's like another so, that's like another interesting like aspect of it when you think about like how these things came to be right. for the first time. But so do you think like, then like cavemen didn't have like games of any sort? It's a it's a curious question. It is. It um, is. I <clears throat> suppose that there's always it, it's possible that like in lieu of um, physical athletics, it's possible that something like tic tac toe could have been invented right. a lot sooner, and like maybe that's like the basis like it'd be very interesting if you could if you could make the argument that uh like humans need to like have um like recreational competition yeah is almost partially like what would have spawned because like let's let's just say you're cavemen and let's just say the only thing you can do is tic-tac-toe then like surely the way that you could like move up or gain like notoriety within your civilization would be to be better at the strategic game of tic-tac-toe which would then encourage like additional intelligence of some capacity which could then invent like more complicated versions of 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 gameplay yeah so it's like literally at that point in time you'd be making an argument for like recreation is literally what like drove intelligence forward as like a priority right yeah like oh yeah (laughs) that'd be so interesting (laughs) that would be very interesting as like as an origin story for it yeah like this is it's all it's always about games okay i just googled like what is the oldest game i'm not it says the very first one oh is uh the very first result is go also known as way key um it is a i've oh this is what you i feel like you uh if you've seen knives out this is what they're playing okay yes yes (laughs) yeah with the white and black stones yep yeah um i always i feel like um whenever i see go being played in like a movie or on TV or something. Uh, I always think it looks awesome. I have no idea. I think I think it is about <clears throat> trapping your opponent's stones inside of your stones. Okay. I think that's how it is. But each side has like two hundred stones or something. Oh wow. Yeah, and I think like it's it's one of like the oldest and still like most like complicated games. 
interesting yeah yeah it reminds me of um like moncala is that the name of that game like oh you've got, like, i do have that yep. yeah like the, it's like all the little like like scooped out it's like wood and you've got like marbles or something and you sort of like continuously play like back and forth and try to like i don't even know what the objective of it is you want more um <clears throat> beads on your pot or whatever in your pot okay yeah and then how do you determine <coughs> how beads move so when um you all the yeah you've got six little cups in front of you on your side of the board and then your um like gathering pool on the right and then the same is true of your opponent they all start with four each if you pick up the beads however many beads you pick up you drop one bead in each cup moving forward okay and then if your last bead ends in your in like your cup your finishing spot you get to go again okay and if your bead <clears throat> if the last bead lands in an empty cup you get to steal what's on the other side see now this feels like the type of game that could have been invented yeah like very early on it does i'd right. be i'd be curious to it know, feels like, very old yeah yeah the other thing i always like about these very early games is there's like a part of me that's like i always like how like the stones themselves seem like so perfect yeah you know mm -hmm. like I, I remember we had a game growing up called like othello yes i was just thinking of that yeah yeah and like the pieces like what i would really love is like othello but like the pieces are like made of stone or something yeah we have, that has to exist there has, has to be like really nice othello boards out there there's gotta be yeah that was a really fun game because we had like the basic board and the as as it is the like the basic set that you would buy like off the shelf is already kind of like lush yeah you know it's like it's, it's got, got like, like the felt yeah yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> it, like it feels nice like when you like like set the pieces down they make like a very satisfying like like quiet like muffled thud yeah Ugh. It's pretty great. A quaffle, a, <laughs> a quaffled thud. A, qu a quaffled. Uh, I that was just the sound that came out. I was going to say muffled thud, but oh, no, I, I like quaffled. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like a quiet muffle. Yeah, a quiet muffle. Exactly. Quaffled. Okay. Yeah, quaffled. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Okay, that sounds fun. Yeah, I bet like um, I bet like Connect Four is a really easy game to invent. You'd think. Seems like it you could know? be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So like, I mean, it would be checkers. Checkers absolutely feels yeah. like like I I mean this is like one of those things so like I I always give gave this example like when I was like selling like aquarium related stuff but typically in your aquarium you would have like your air quotes cleanup crew uh which in a marine aquarium would would almost always involve uh snails and hermit crabs and the thing the the thing I would always tell people is like like hermit crabs steal shells from snails which is which is how you know that snails came before hermit crabs because snails can create their own shell oh and then like the hermit crab lives inside of an abandoned snail shell oh interesting but like hermit crabs can't make their own shell they yeah just they're steal just them. stealing them yeah, yeah exactly just hoarders they're just hoarders I know. you know what i i would bet i wonder if like i, I would bet like gambling like, I, I mean, it's hard to, like, gamble without there being, like, a game around it, but it feels like gambling itself is sort of, like, like a, a precursor to a lot of games. Like, because like because in, in almost everything you do in life is, like, some form of, like, betting or, like, using past experiences, like, to predict the future. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, yeah, um, I looked at the weather today and it said it's going to be sunny, so I feel comfortable going to the pool all day. And it's like, now, that's that's not, like, much of a gamble, but, like, it could rain, <laughs> you know, like you're, you're using your experience 
uh, to determine that it's going to be hot outside. Well, and I it's mean, like that's your that's your, like your light gamble. Like you are playing like a little bit of a game with the weather, even though not really. <laughs> right, right. I mean, and that it's even like an interesting foray into just like basically like how business would be created hard stop. Like if there was somebody, you know, like if, if you're in like a, a civilization where you've got like hunters and gatherers, for example, and the hunters go out and they try to like, you know, fell a deer and they bring it back. And then like the civilization shares the, the deer that like the hunters went out and got together. Hunting is a game. That's what I'm saying yeah. is that like, you know, if like, like an early business that you like very quickly, you're betting on yourself. Like if you get to the point where you're like, you know what? I'm so much better at going out. Like I'm certain that I can come back with a deer every day, but I don't need a deer every day in order to feed my family. So if I just go out every day, I bet I can get one and then I can like barter. The, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And it's like, you, you're starting to see like how, how quickly and easily the basis for society starts to like, right. Form together. Right. <laughs> yeah. But like in order to get there in the first place, you have to have technology that is good enough in order for the, the civilizations themselves to have a leg up on the resources around them Again, this goes back to that, yeah. like... Tools. Yeah, tools. Yeah. You have to have enough leisure time in order to, like, start to excel enough to have excess. Right. Which is necessary for business to start. Man, we're just, like, basically inventing society over yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get it. I see how we got here. I see. It all makes sense. When you think it through, it all makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Popcorn Culture is sponsored by Shopify. Y'all are likely aware of the fact that we have our very own Shopify store, Carlin Brothers Mercantile, and it's hard to imagine not having it now, but arriving at the decision to open our own web store was a big one. In fact, we started our journey on the interweb back in 2012 and didn't finally open up shop until 2018. And a huge part of that is just not knowing where to start, but that's where Shopify steps in. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, which is a fancy way of saying it's a really easy and effective way to start an online business, no matter if you're operating out of your garage or have like a whole building or three or something. Once we were set up, our biggest concern was trying a new product only to discover no one was interested in it. But Shopify is powered with so many reports, more than you can even imagine. And this is so handy because it allows us to use data to better provide what folks are actually interested in. It's so easy to use, but even if you do find yourself caught in a jam, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Sign up for a $1 per month trial at shopify.com slash pop pop. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash pop pop now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash pop pop. Popcorn Culture is supported by Arena Club. Okay, so you guys know that I love trading card games and that me and Ben are big time collectors of Pokemon cards. You know, it's that childhood fantasy of finally being able to use adult money to buy those highly coveted rares of our youth. And like, even in our office, we have not one, but two full display cases with some of our all time favorite rarest cards that we've pulled. But something I did not know existed when I was a kid 
kid in my youth was the grading process for trading cards or sports cards or whatever you're collecting. You know, to me, it was just like a rare Charizard is a rare Charizard. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's been hanging out in my pocket with my lucky paper clip. Turns out it does matter and kind of a lot because if you get your cards professionally graded, it can add huge value. And then not only that, but once they're graded, they will like seal them in that pristine condition inside of a plastic case or what's known in the industry as a slab. And that's where Arena Club steps in because it's like buying a booster pack, but it's for a pre-graded card. Now, I know that can take like maybe a second to wrap your head around because you're opening physical cards on a digital platform, which means you open the pack online and see your polls where they can be added to your showroom for the world to see. But you can also request them to be sent to you at any time. So they have got a ton of pre-graded cards and then you will get to randomly open one and then they'll keep it for you or they can send it to you or you can just like sell it or trade it online or whatever you want to do. But whether you're buying, selling, trading or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have got to check out. And right now you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash pop pop, which wow, that is a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's like $40 right there. Anyway, that's arenaclub.com slash pop pop for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so if we want to switch gears to instead of cavemen and we want to fast forward to like the modern era completely. Okay. I saw you had a note in the show notes for today and it was something that um, I have like definite thoughts on. And so I was like, okay, like let's let's talk about that. And so um, the thing that has just recently happened that I'm sure anybody listening is at least somewhat familiar with is the fact that... um, Elon Musk, CEO of uh, Tesla, Tesla. uh, just recently purchased Twitter, Yeah, um, which is just like a a sentence that didn't feel like it ever needed to. Didn't need to. It doesn't seem like it needed to exist. Also, even just like the lead up to it was like at one point he wanted to and then something fell through and then they like made him do it or something. Yeah. Like reluctantly and then like... Even though he took reluctant ownership, he's like, well, here's a bunch of changes. Right, right. Yeah, well, it's always hard to know like what's happening like behind closed doors. For sure. As as well with the with this type of stuff. But I find myself in a very, very like um bizarre, fairly withdrawn crossroads when it comes to uh this situation. And one of them is that like I really I, I, I am in I am inclined to agree with like the general sentiment that like um, a single person probably shouldn't have so much power that they are able to purchase this much ability uh, or control over like com- a, a primary communication channel. Yeah. Um, like that seems like it has like its own ramifications that can be like worrisome mm-hmm. in general uh, is my, is my sort of thought about it. But then like, uh, I know that a lot of people have talked about how it has made uh, Twitter worse 
Uh, to which I generally respond, thinking How? Twitter was already bad. This, is, like, this has been the this has been the phenomenon I have been witnessing over yeah the past week because you're not even on Twitter. I'm not, so but, I haven't been on Twitter for like two years yeah, too. So like yeah. I'm, I'm like I'm pretty well like withdrawn from it. So I'm I was not impacted by this. I will I will say that hands in the air. Like I don't get my news from Twitter. I don't communicate via Twitter. I don't like you know I don't have a relationship with it. Yeah. So it's just been very funny because like so much of what Twitter is right now people complaining about how Twitter is worse like but to me I'm like what like I feel like everyone kind of agreed Twitter wasn't great anyway yeah <laughs> or like it's like or I don't know people I I see like a lot of tweets like oh everything is just like non-stop you know political discourse or just people arguing all the time now and it's like guys i don't know what blindfolds you've had it on but that's what it's been like since i don't know 2000 like 13 okay yeah yeah so th- I, this is i mean it's like one of those things too where it's like i am sure that there are like uh like corners of of like the I don't know, um, infrastructure of communication as it exists in the modern era that like Twitter like holds up. Like I I remember early on when you would see like news sources, like quoting a tweet from like a politician or whatever. And it was like, it was like, okay, we're going to need like a more primary resource than a tweet. You know, it was, it was almost like, like I was like very unwilling to like, like, okay, like tweets don't count. You know, like that's that's not like a real way to like us like, you know, inject into like, a you know, the Wall Street Journal. Like you wouldn't say like a tweet from blah, 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 said blah, blah, blah. It's like, OK, yeah, no, it's got to be like an official like press release or something. Right. Um, and that I mean, that the fact that I can remember thinking that way is almost funny to me now because like so much of like the way that like public figures communicate with the world is through statements on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting because like. You know, like, um, you don't, I don't know, like, how much weight any individual, like, uh, person's tweet carries. And so I'm always, uh, I don't know. Um, it's always, like, I always think, like, what if we just stop Twitter? You know, like, do, are people even reading your own tweets, you know, <laughs> that much? I feel like the, like, you know, like you and I, um, you know, have like a, have like a pretty good audience and stuff. And, you know, if, if we send something out there, you know, we almost are guaranteed to get some reaction or some sort of reply or interaction or something. But I feel like you know, a lot of people, I bet, don't you know, put a ton of tweets out there and get minimal response. Sure. Or like, uh, again, we've said this on the pot before, like, I don't, I don't know any people in real life who have Twitter. It, it, yeah. You know, like, they, and I don't know if that makes us like a weird, yeah. <laughs> like bubble or something, but I don't know. Not a single one of my in-person friends has Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, that, that is the thing that I think continuously blows my mind. And I, and I can't tell if it's like where we like live, whether or not like we're like somehow like insulated, uh, from this, you know, or like where you would go, where it would like be like much more common for like you and all of your friends to be like, Oh yeah, I saw your tweet. Like, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's definitely not in the same capacity. And it's not to say like people I know don't have like, like every single person I know has like an Instagram and uses it. Right. Um, like it's, it's far less common, uh, to like, it's, it's like specifically this one platform that I don't know anybody that that's interacting on. And I'm like, I'm so there's a part of me that has like a lot of like trepidation about even talking about Twitter because I feel like there's like a part of me. It's like, just by talking about it, I feel like I'm like 
causing like negative reverberations to go out there in the world. I'm even like half tempted to be like, email me your thoughts. And then there's another part of me that's like, that's a dangerous game. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like, no, 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 like no. What, what's, what's going to happen? Because um, there's, there's not really a side of it that I would, that somebody could send me and be like, Oh my gosh, no, you were wrong. Cause it's like, I don't even have a stance, you yeah. know, like I, I, I am sort of just sort of, I'm, I'm just speculating. <clears throat> it's like, is, is there a world where like, like where Twitter goes away and it's just like a, like a better, a, like a better world. Gosh, that's what, that's what I was literally thinking about that in the shower this morning. Like, what if we just stopped using the bird app then like, you know, but what, what would we do? How would it, how would it change the entire world if Twitter did not exist? Like, would it be better? Because I'm like, like, there's so many people yelling at each other, but at the same time, there is like, there are like, you know, big um, statements or quotes from, you know, um, uh, organizations and people and politicians and stuff that's like, okay. Or like, you know, like even if you're like watching ESPN, it'll be like, here's a tweet from this, you know, athlete about their performance last night or how Mm -hmm. they felt about the game or this thing. And it's like, okay, I can see how it's useful for, you know, it's, it, maybe it wouldn't have been very easy for that player to communicate their opinion with their community before now, you know? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, is that like from there, you know, like whenever you get like a piece of like information, it's like, I think one of the things that Twitter seems to excel at, and I, I don't even know if I would call it like a, like a pro of the platform in general, but it is very good at distilling out a sentiment. Um, and like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because the end product in my mind is like, like take vanilla extract because I like to bake, right? So like vanilla extract is like the, the essence of vanilla that has been like brought down into a, such extreme concentrate that you can use a very small amount of it to make the rest of your dish taste really, really good. Yeah. But like if you've ever just tried to just eat or consume straight vanilla extract, it's awful. Right. And so it's like whenever I look at... Um, you know, like, like Twitter, I feel like a lot of times what's happening is that like, we are, we're doing, we're extracting out a sentiment. And the problem is, is that like the extracted sentiment while in its purest form is the essence of the, like the general opinion that is like been like left in the bottom of the pan once everything else like fizzled off. Yeah. It's like, you don't want that. Right. You take like, it's, it's not wrong. It is, you know, it's, but it's like. Like, it's it's too much of the thing. It's too thick. It's too congealed. Yeah. At the bottom. Right. You have to like you have to go and like spread that across at least some toast or something. Yeah, you're right. There is like Twitter concentrate out there that you know is is deadly and can ruin your whole day. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. So yeah. it's um it's uh, like that's that's the part of me where it's almost like do we just need to like figure out and and this is probably true of everything where it's like if. If all of us all at once collectively, you know, you could snap your fingers and be like, okay, like I'm going to take Twitter with a grain of salt all of a sudden. Like I know not to take it too seriously, like learn what I can from it, but like nothing more than that. It's like, um, like that would, that would probably simultaneously both destroy the product itself because then all of a sudden you don't have such intensity in the express, like the expression that comes yeah. Like from it, but it would also then allow people to probably take the appropriate amount f- from it. So, I don't know. It's a it's it's just <clears throat> it's just a weird one. Like I I I keep thinking about 
um, like as as you like pan through like human existence over time and you can like see certain discoveries like being made or like phases that have existed that like come and then go or we like learn better or like you know eventually you get far enough away from a thing to where you're able to like look back on it and be like oh man like that was really causing like blah 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 yeah but it's like we're, I feel like we're in the middle of it right now. It's Could like, be. Like, we don't, I don't know if we'll ever have, like, the, like We're the not true. in a brain calm right now. We're not in a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not in a brain calm. Throwback. Can I tell you someone just, I don't know if you've heard about some of these things, but I would just love your, your feedback on them. Some of okay. the ridiculous right, things that has been happening on Twitter, though. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, you know about, like, the blue check mark, the, verif- the, you know, your verified account or whatever. Yes. Yes. So, I feel like the very first change that happened as soon as, like, the Elon Musk era of Twitter began was you could suddenly pay $8 to get a blue check mark. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. 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 So <laughs> there's a real problem with this. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the, the thing about the blue check mark in general <laughs> is that it is, by design, it is supposed to confirm that you are, in fact, like, vetted like a human being went through and determined like this account is officially the account. So like take our dad, for example, who has been like a news anchor for uh, the past 30 years. It's like he, if he so desired, I don't even think he's active on Twitter, uh, but if he so desired, he could probably pretty easily achieve a blue check mark faster than you or I could um, because he is like a public figure who can be found as like a presenter of the news. Right. And if, like people were going and there were like 10 John Carlin pages like WSLS or whatever, which is the TV station he works for. Like it could potentially be damaging if one of them is going on there and just like literally reporting stuff that is just completely inaccurate, right? like intentionally. And that can cause a different form of chaos. So the idea I think behind the blue check Mark was to say like, check, this is confirmed. Like there's 25 other John Carlin accounts. This is the one that, that is like, the news anchor who you see on TV. Right. It's not an endorsement like necessarily from Twitter to say like, you know, whatever he says is like, is good. You should follow it. But right. it just means that like at the very least, this is that person. Well, I'm glad Ben, you, uh, ex Twitter user of two years immediately identified the problem <laughs> because guess who immediately started signing up for blue check marks. All of the parody accounts. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And why not? You know, it's I like, know. I, I'm verified. Like, guess what? Kaboom. So you know what Twitter's response was? What's that? Then to add an official badge. <laughs> what? That's like that, it undoes itself. I know. It's like, I know. <laughs> that's the problem. Oh, my gosh. If anything, oh that just God. like, the problem is, is that there's not going to, there's going to be, there's no, uh, there is a period of time people will eventually come to realize that now um there the blue check mark doesn't mean what it formerly meant and now you need a different uh, like marker which is going to eventually just have like the same this is like where like when certain words become like um you know earmarked or like associated with like something like very negative yeah you know it's kind of like the the word has the meaning it, it has because of like what we've like provided to right that word yeah but like the if if uh history is any indication humans will find different ways to be mean yeah um no doubt and this, i mean yeah it's like it it, fe- it felt very much to me 
like some like a like an even worse somehow version of like having the bell and the subscribe button on YouTube. Oh yeah, you know it's like yeah. subscribe. Tell me when new videos are posted. Okay, cool. <laughs> Hit the bell so you get notifications about what the videos. It's like isn't that what the first button is? I was like, why do we have two <laughs> why of these? Do you have two of these. Why doesn't the subscribe button just do that to begin with? You know, I don't, I don't know. It's weird you have both. Yeah. But so, yeah, so there was the blue check mark. And then uh, I think I saw screenshots of people who had like a blue check mark and then a gray check mark and then also another, a third like official badge or something. So it was like, I don't know what is happening right now. I would like a small yellow duck. Exactly. To go next to yeah, my I name. want a yellow duck badge on I, mine. I will pay for my yellow duck badge. Right. Okay. Yeah. This is our, this could be our uh, social media app band. It's just called Quacker. You know, or just quack, just quack, just, just come and quack. It's just quack. Come out here and quack, guys. No one will hear the echo. Uh, quacks don't echo. Quack. I, I don't know. That's like one of those like facts people like to say about ducks that I don't know if it's true. <laughs> if a duck quacks in a cave, does it even leak, make an echo? I know. I'm like, that doesn't sound like that's how sound works. But people will. I, I've heard that before. Like quacks don't echo. I'm like that. That doesn't sound like how sound works. But maybe that's why it's a fun fact. Maybe that or is. Or maybe it's just like. It's like this sort of thing that you can believe because you're like, oh, oh, I guess quacks don't. It, it's like, but when you hear it, it's like you can like hear a quack in your head and you're like, it's a, okay. This is a great example. I buy that. <laughs> I talked about this before about the kind of thing I'd be embarrassed to even Google, you know? Oh, like, you don't want it like in your Google history? Not, that, not even that I don't want it in my Google history, that I don't want the pride of my brain to, it's like, I don't want my brain to find out that it didn't know. You know, <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Do you ever have that? I, I like, think I think that my I think that as time has gone on, I have just completely, <clears throat> uh, well, as much as I am able to, just come to terms with the fact that like I just I just don't know a bunch of stuff. Uh, exactly. And and I don't think that I have a whole lot of pride left about it. I think even like you and I do the J versus Ben show on Super Carlin Brothers, and I historically lose always. And I think that like as time has gone on, I um, have generally uh, like I used to care a lot more. Like not that I don't care. Like it's still fun to like go and compete and stuff like that. But like it used to like bother me. Like I would be like upset after each like recording and being like, I can't like I like, I've got to win. I like I have got to win. And eventually, I think I was just like, yeah, I'm probably not gonna win, and that's okay. Yeah, but like it's still fun. Okay, so I just okay. looked it up, and apparently. Ducks quacks do echo. I I knew it. I know. I knew it all along. <laughs> it's, like, I was like, it's like it's sound. Of course it echoes. How could it not echo? How could it not it's echo? Like like it, the only way for it to not echo, and of course now I'm standing here now that I know the answer. You could just be lying to me too. Oh my gosh, how embarrassing would that be? No, I'm. This is what I am reading right now based on um, acoustic professor proves ducks do echo. Line science. Okay. okay. Scientists have solved one of the acoustic world's riddles. It is a myth. They will announce today that a duck's quack has no echo. Okay. So there you go. That's what that headline says. Anyway, okay. it just makes it's it's like based on some other headlines. It seems like maybe the reason this like surfaced at all is because ducks just happen to live in places that don't have places where the sound would bounce echoic properties yes echoic properties ben yeah yeah, yeah. thanks thanks they I'm live a- in acoustically unsound places <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it oh man go ducks <clears throat> go oh ben 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 speaking of ducks i'm just gonna say it out loud and i'm even gonna maybe this is gonna be part of me manifesting it okay okay okay, okay. i've realized You're getting that a duck. i think 
I think one of my ambitions in life is to, we've already been talking about games on the show, is to like have created a game okay. that people can play. Okay? okay. And I'm always like, that sounds so fun. I have no idea. Like, like what's it going to be? I feel like, but here we go. I feel like last night I was, it was, it was actually Nate. We were playing downstairs with some Hot Wheels cars and he was holding up a truck that had flames on it and he can't quite say fire truck so he said fire duck and i was like fire duck that sounds awesome and i was like oh my gosh and it like something clicked into my brain that like 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 a flaming duck feels like a character like on a card in a game like that would be like the name of the card like fire duck and wow. I was like, and I was like, wow, and ducks. It's so perfect. It's already like on brand. So I don't know what the game is, but I can tell you, Ben, there are fire ducks in it. There are fire ducks. There are fire ducks in the game. And I like they do it. something. I like it. Okay. Okay. So we basically have our, our starting off. We have point. a starting point. We have a starting point. And I can I can imagine <laughs> the art in my head too. Right. Oh yeah. I wonder if the other cards are also ducks. Oh, I, I think I mean yeah, I think so. I think that was then. Yeah, then I had some other things flood in. I was like, oh, we could have like wood duck, right? But it's yeah. like it's like a duck made out of wood, though, not oh, like a traditional like wood I duck. Like it, yeah. You could have like the great mallard. Obviously, we could have some, you know, some personal uh, stuff in there from like the GMA. Can we have a supersonic quack card? I don't see why not, Ben. You, you know? could, yeah, <laughs> echo heard around the world. <laughs> the echo heard around <laughs> the world. The quackless, yeah, the the echoless quack or whatever. Right, right, right. Oh yeah. man, it's all coming together. You, you could play one card that's just like deep cavern. Absorbs all quacks. <laughs> Your quack does not count. Yeah. Deep cavern. That's right. Deep cavern. <laughs> I'm playing quackers. Oh, oh see, it's already coming together. We've well, already got like, great. There's I already like, things happening. I like quackers. Yeah. Quackers could be like crackers, but they're like quackers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what yeah. you feed your duck cards. Exactly. You feed them. Yeah. You want, you want some more quackers. So I don't know. We need like, we need like something for the ducks to be doing with their little super duck powers and stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, Probably some sort of some sort of battling. I'm not sure what yet, but um, if you design card games or, or a crafter of um, game design, you know, reach out. We have many duck themed cards we would like to make or yeah. that I want to make as part of something I did while I was alive. What, so what if what if like you're trying to like get your ducks across the field into a cup? Of you know, course, you know it's like ducks going cups. It's like it's like, that, and that's just like they're, you're like literally trying to get them to like mosey their way across. Right, you have to like advance them, but then there's like the other the enemy ducks are trying to get into the other cup. Right, yeah, right. Oh yeah. my gosh, this sounds like freaking awesome. You know what else would be cool? Because yeah. I've always I've I've always thought that like what would be a really fun board game is basically. So I like a good tower defense game. Yeah, are there tower defense board games? <sighs> Like it seems it like it feels like there has to be. It feels like there has to be. So like I like a world <clears throat> where maybe this is part of it. Like so you get to like play your cards and your cards start to become like your towers and your towers affect whether or not your duck can make it across the field to the other. Oh, the other this side. this could be interesting. This could be interesting. Like yeah, you have to uh, like maybe are the towers against you? Are you the you going down the path instead? It's like a reverse tower game. Like you have to get through the towers, or is one person the towers and one person the ducks? Oh no, I think that you're. I think that both teams have towers who are trying to defend their cup. Oh, I see. Yeah, and then like your cup has, or then your duck has to get through their towers. Mm. Okay, all right, okay. all right, all right. Okay. Tower defense duck game. I like it. Tower ducks. Tower ducks. Yeah. There's got to be a better version. Of that better, name. Okay, we're gonna workshop that name, people. We'll, we'll workshop the name. We'll workshop. If you have any thoughts, you can send them over to, oh to popcornculturepod at gmail. Be on the lookout for the Kickstarter, y'all. We'll have people, uh, epic shots of people doing, um, you know, sketches 
Concept art. Concept art. Yeah, probably like a like a blueprint. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, you yeah, have a blueprint. Gotta, yeah. There's always that. We'll there's have always... someone like dropping a duck from a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Probably not a live duck, like a toy duck. And we'll be like, look, it survived because I feel like most Kickstarter videos are actually about a new phone case. That's the best phone case ever, and they're always dropping it from a bridge. They always dropping it. That's true. That's true. And then they also have to have like a line of like all the prototypes. That exactly. They went through. Wow. And, like, look at all the engineering that went into this. I know, and it's a lot of engineering because which people are. Surprised surprised by because it's a board game because yeah but you know what when it comes down to it it was necessary yeah yeah to get us to get it was the only way to get to where we were going yeah um probably also have to have like a like someone sitting at a table where they're using like a like a tablet to like draw oh you yeah. know you gotta yeah. have that yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all the all the classic tropes you gotta have a lot of like balled up uh, you know the designs that these didn't work out. These didn't quite work look out. Look at how look at all the progress we've made because of all the ones that failed. We probably work in an office where almost everything is like wood grain and also then just like white. Yeah, like maybe there's like a plant. It's like dimly lit. Dim, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Even though there's like a lot of windows. So it's like guys, there's you know what? Which direction are you facing? That there's not more sunlight in this space. <laughs> yeah, we could have some pretty epic voiceover as well. Yeah, we could do just that. like whenever we were kids. You know, how this was our dream. One day we knew. One ducks, day we knew. Cups. Ducks. Coming to a store near you. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. As long as you support this Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> if you support it, the $15 tier, you get the holographic duck card. Wow, $15. Yeah. No, that's way too cheap for that. You're I, right. I was, yeah. yeah I was that's like say, a $75 tier level or something. Pro- probably so. Yeah. And then I mean, you got like the founder tier as you well. You got the founder tier. You get your... Get your name on the box. Get your name on the box. Exactly. That's pretty cool. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. You get... Uh, you know, you get early to the pre-release. Oh stuff, yeah, of course, yeah. right. We'll yeah. probably have like a red carpet event or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's all coming together, man. I can't wait to launch our brand new um, duck tower defense uh, fire duck board game. It's, it's going to be, really be good. It's it is going to be really good. good. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. And I agree with you. I feel like it's. I feel like it's destiny. You know, yeah, and let and your people, brain calm chew on this, Ben. I'll do it. I'll yeah. do it. And it'll probably go down in history as like regarded as one of those um, strategic games comparable to like chess. Chess. Yeah. Yes. People yeah. will be like, when did when I don't, we don't have the name yet. <laughs> <laughs> quackers. When, when did quackers get invented? When was that first invented? It's really taken the whole world by storm. Bobby Fisher signs on as official something yeah is, is bobby fisher the like the, the he's like the chess guy he's like the chess guy yeah 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 he's yeah. pretty good he's probably super into quackers he probably <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know if bobby fisher's still alive well is he? well i'm sure we can find someone else i'm pretty sure yeah. there's a, another young lad who's extremely famous for for his we could have a world championship ben a world be great. world champion ducks in cups i'm excited for it maybe there's like an actual part of the game where you have to like throw a duck it's like a really physical part of it. A physical aspect. Yeah. It does seem like there could be like that that like layer of chances. Like you get to the end of it and then you still have to have like the the necessary like uh almost like beer pong prowess. <laughs> exactly. To, right? to throw this irregularly shaped ball right. into like this. The like, strategy will get you like ninety five percent of the way there, but if you can't land a duck in a cup, get out of here. Yeah, you you do not you do not have a place in this in this scheme. Um okay. This is gonna be fun, elaborate, mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very creatively fulfilling, I believe. Yeah. All right. Go. Um. You know. Stir the calm. Have a little brain of cane over there. A brain of cane. A brain of stir cane. the calm. Yeah. <laughs> this is all really great verbiage. Yeah. Associated with my brain calm. All right. It's on. Uh, otherwise, guys, uh, if you would like in on some other Jay and Ben creative action, uh, we do have a really fun uh, tier uh, for Q4 
over on the Patreon. It's the exclusive merch tier where uh, Jay and I are going to be recording an exclusive episode um, of D&D with the other members of the SCB office here, which I'm extremely excited about uh, and attached with that uh, exclusive merch tier. You will also get a um, like custom designed complete set of RPG dice. Yep. It's all seven dice that each, every single face of the dice has been customized uh, to be popcorn cultureified. Uh, I'm really, really excited to, to see them, you know, IRL yeah. in, in the flesh. I can't wait to see them. Yeah. I'm also told that the D and D campaign, uh, fittingly, will involve ducks. Yes, it will. Yeah, it okay. will. There, there may or may mm-hmm. not be. Don't even say it. It's a surprise. It breathes rainbows. It breathes rainbows. (laughs) I'm pretty happy about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's patreon.com slash popcorn culture. But otherwise, until next time. Pop, pop. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.